365 days a year. I'm Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. It's time to pay attention. Come on, people. Think about it. Welcome to Mortgage Matters. Mortgage industry is not rocket science. Your guide to the information you can use to choose the best answers to your real estate financing questions. If that loan agent tells you that, get up and run away. Now, here's your host on State and Islay. Your guy in the mortgage industry, Guy Rivera. Welcome to the show. Today is Tuesday. It is uh, Tuesday, the 21st of these most strange times that we're living in right now. I mean, seriously. It's a reset of society, I believe. Um, Definitely a reset of our mortgage financing industry and um, everything that goes along with it. There's a lot going on. We've got a lot to talk about today. Ruth Ann's going to jump. She is our uh, real estate agent at large. I mean, she's all over the place today. She's not in the studio. She's not at home on her Skype. But she is going to be calling in for our show. So with that being said, let me just say thank you to Richard Dugan, who is here always. Richard, thank you. We're still uh, we're still doing this Skype thing here. I tried it a different way today. I'm actually calling in, and I'm not doing Skype. Well, I am seeing Richard's mug on my screen, but I'm not like Skyping through my. I'm on the phone seems to work out a little bit better for me because the ear the the earpiece you know the microphone that I have for my computer it's all brand new high-tech stuff but I kind of uh, can you see this Richard I lost the earpiece the the fuzzy thing that goes right there I'm like ah see yeah nice I don't want that on my ear I'm gonna. I ordered a new one. <laughs> Thank you for those words of wisdom, Richard Dugan. By the way, that uh, Jeff Bridges call for me. No, are you sure? You know what the hell is wrong with that guy? We got well. He's probably, uh, yeah, even more so what the hell is wrong. He's got nothing better to do, right? <laughs> it's not like he's going out. He's not doing he's not doing jack right now. He's just sitting at home, doing nothing, thinking about who to call, and here I am. He can call and talk to me about mortgages. Uh, Jeff, if you're listening, I'm your mortgage guy. I'm your guy in the industry. Your guy in the mortgage industry, Guy Rivera. Thank you for tuning in. It's been weird. So, three weeks ago, bam, all hell broke loose on this. Uh, longer than three weeks ago, uh, the COVID virus comes down. Um, but our industry did the weirdest thing we stopped funding loans. We stopped funding loans on the non qualified mortgage 
level, non-qualified mortgage level, falls into place like this. Interest-only loans, bank statement loans. I knew we were in trouble when we had come out with no-doc loans for investment properties. Now, that's pretty ballsy. It's pretty gutsy. It is very aggressive, very risky, high risk, high return. Interest rates were higher. People were getting, but it's high risk, and that says it all. So risky, it has shut lenders down. Redwood Trust, shut down. Galton, not lending. Angel Oak, shut down probably for good. Losers, we're about to fund a loan of mine. Didn't fund it. Bad, bad, bad. Um, Redwood Trust, we could not fund a loan because we knew that they would not buy it. That was a $2 million loan. We funded... A week before this happened, a million-dollar loan, Redwood said they weren't going to buy it. So there's been a lot of repercussions from non-qualified mortgage lenders uh, pulling out of the market, not funding. It also falls into forbearance, falls into... You know, this whole stimulus, the whole stay-at-home, our whole reset of society is affecting families. It starts at ground zero right there at the family home and then goes out from there. People, you know, getting laid off their jobs. We have mandatory, I think it's a guidance, you know, stimulus where lenders must start offering forbearance of, uh, forbearance uh, for payments. But there's a price to that. There's a price that comes when a lender says to you, hey, you don't have to pay your mortgage for three months. I reviewed one from for somebody I know. I didn't even do their loan. I referred them to somebody else to do their loan two years ago, a year and a half ago. They sent me this four bands. I'm going, okay, but I know I know your husband's not working, but you were the breadwinner. Do you really need this? Do you really need to go into forbearance here? And don't you remember last week you were talking to me about buying another home down south? So let's take a look at that, shall we? The the writing is not on the wall for that particular scenario. What do I mean by that? I'll tell you what I mean by that. Nobody knows how this is going to affect how this is going to affect individuals that go into forbearance for three, four, five, six. This one was six months forbearance. That was a local bank 
that is giving him that forbearance. Well, I told her, I said, hey, why do it if you don't need it? I hear stories, people that I know taking stimulus money. They didn't ask for it. It just shows up. Did Richard, did you get your stimulus money yet? You did? Holy, I didn't get mine. Did you get it in a check or something? Just got deposited into your account. Did you have to ask for it? It just showed up magically. Magic money. That's unbelievable. You don't even need it. I mean, Jesus. So, now that's mind-boggling. Let me just say, I'm going to declare it right here on this show today. So it's all for the world to hear. That government sends me, how much did they send you, 1200 bucks? They send me $1,200. I'm taking it to the bank. I'm going to split it all up into a bunch of $20 bills. And I'm going to go hand them out, each and every one of those $20 bills, to everybody that's going hungry down on State Street, homeless, whatever. I'm giving it all out to actually people that need it. And I'm going to make a video about it, too. Because I don't need it. I don't. I can always use it. But there's needier people out there than I am that I would much rather see it go to. So we're going to get more into that, the repercussions of forbearance, the stimulus package, what it, what it does to mortgage financing in your future. That is still up for grabs. We're going to take a quick commercial break, but before I go, let me just say thank you to Richard. Let me say that this show is rebroadcast Tuesdays at 10 p.m., Sundays at noon. You're listening to Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. You are correct, sir. In the past few weeks, we've watched major swings in stock prices and movements in the bond and crude oil markets. But just like always, Tremblay Financial Services is here to help you and your family answer any questions that might surface. Whatever decisions you're considering, Tremblay Financial would be honored to support you through them. Tremblay Financial Advisors continually educate their clients with new strategies and planning tailor fit for them. For more information or to set an appointment, call 805 805- 569-1982 or go to tremblayfinancial.com to speak with an advisor today. Investing involves risk, including potential loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against a loss in periods of declining values. Tremblay Financial Services offers securities and advisory services through Centaurus Financial Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, our registered investment advisor. Trendlay Financial Services and Centaurus Incorporated are not affiliated companies. Hi, I'm Tom Reed. Everyone knows the coronavirus has changed everything for all of us. The economic shutdown puts low-income wage earners at huge risk. If they do not work, they do not get paid. And food becomes the number one priority for their families. The Unity Shop is experiencing an increase in food requests with many new people coming. We do not know how far this increasing trend will go. This is the time to help our neighbors by going to unityshop.org to donate. Thank you. Hello, 
I'm Diane Duva. And I'm Neil Chrysell. And we're inviting you to join us Mondays at 2 p.m. right here at AM 1290 for Money Talk. The radio program that talks about finance, financial planning, and wealth management strategies. So please join us Mondays at 2 and 11 p.m., Tuesdays at 4 a.m., and Saturdays at 6 p.m. for Money Talk right here at KZSB AM 1290, the Santa Barbara News Press Radio Station. Okay, so my microphone was flipped up. Did you see it? Did you see my microphone and I, you couldn't hear me? You got to wave or do something, Richard. Jesus, man, thank you. Okay, we're, 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 we're talking about mortgage forbearance. That means what they're going to do is they are going to not forgive because you don't get forgiven for anything. Nobody forgives anything. Forbearance. Forbearance means they were they'll they'll push off your your uh, your payments to a later date. Now some will do it differently. I hear Citibank will say, "Yeah, sure, don't pay us for three months, but at the end of three months, you better pay us." Um, I heard that uh, other banks will say. Don't pay us for six months. Here's the date that you were supposed to, your loan was supposed to mature, let's just say 20, uh, let's say January 2024, 2040, right? Or even if you're closer, I know one guy who has like four years left, five years left on his loan. I'm going, why don't you pay it off? He says, hell no. I made all these payments. And I'm gonna miss a few, and it's not even gonna—it's <laughs> not even gonna affect my credit. Okay. Well, I took a look at it. Yeah, he can miss. Uh, I think it's three months of payments, but instead of March of uh, 2025, it'll be June 2025. Doesn't need it. They just gave it to him. Sign here. You can have it. Well, that causes a problem. You see, there's companies that are servicing these loans, and if that money's not coming in, that servicing company still has to service the loan, albeit it's electronic, but without, I mean, and there's a lot of it. A lot of, lot of employees. I mean, these are pretty darn big companies. Everybody's seen them. Mr. Cooper, Select, blah, blah, blah. That's going to hurt those companies in a very big way. How is it going to affect the consumer? How is it going to affect the consumer when they want to go and purchase or they want to refinance? their real estate, their potential real estate. Does it come up that they went into forbearance? Are they going to look at it in a negative way? They say that it's not going to be reported negatively on your 
credit report, but will it? There is a lot of unknowns. There is a lot more out there that we don't know. It's it's an interesting time in the mortgage industry. So we covered we covered the first round of stimulus, right? Richard got his twelve hundred. I didn't get mine. Jesus. Unbelievable. Um Another stimulus package is in the headlines, but no one's talking about inflation being a concern. With near with near term oil future prices actually below zero oil producers, oil producers are in a tight spot. And when in a tight spot it is important to panic. I mean not panic, it's it's nice to talk about the exit strategies and uh, returning to normal. When is this over? What meeting do I attend first? Weight Watchers or Alcoholics Anonymous? I don't know. <laughs> but I found myself buying these big gallon bottles of vodka instead of the, you know, the, the medium-sized ones. You know, I found myself cooking like, three times a week, or three times a day on the weekends, as opposed to, you know, going out. When does it end? Where Where is it all going? Um, lenders, and vendors, lenders and vendors have some major decisions to make when it comes to continuing to rent office space. All vendors, look at what it's doing. You know, there's some there's some really, really shady stuff going on in the rental market right now that I'm disturbed to hear about. It, it, it hasn't even been a full month where people say I can't pay my rent. There's been sexual harassment going on, sexual harassing harassment going on in that market. And it is, um, it's a shame, it's disgusting, and it is uh, just all in all shameful. Landlords, and more and more of these uh, complaints are coming in, I don't know that they are really, um, really exposing it, but in our little, our little, Round our little uh, industry gossip people. Um, we're talking about it today. And if you really want to know where this is coming from, go to National Real Estate, uh, National Real Estate Information. Um, these two guys are on there, and they're talking about it, how landlords are saying, okay, you can't pay your rent, just have sex with me. And... That is just wrong on many levels. As a matter of fact, uh, there was an act back in 2000, uh, it was 1973, that prohibits such rude activities um, from happening. So if you or anyone you know is experiencing this from their landlords, uh, you need to step up. 
call the local sheriff's department, go ahead and um, make a complaint because it is um, disgusting. It really is. So I understand that Ruth Ann Bovey is on the line. Is that right? Yes, that is. How hey, Ruth Ann, thanks for joining. Are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? I can now, sweetheart. Thank you for joining us. So we were just getting into, and maybe you can, because uh, I know you talk to a ton of people, um, being the real estate gal about town that you are, uh, as much as we can be right now, right? Right. How this is affecting your peers how, and, and, and your peers' clientele, what is the, I know you usually come on and give us some stats, but I want to get the, uh, I want to get the mood, I want to get the mood out there as far as um, what you see, what kind of feedback you're getting from your fellow agents, from your clients, your potential buyers I know that you have, and a, and a few potential, and a bunch of potential listings I know you have. I need to get that out on the table and see if we can't solve the world's problems. But before we do, Richard's giving me that finger, so we're going to take a quick commercial break because I don't want to disturb the next segment. I want a full segment with you and um, to get this information to give our listeners, yours and mine out there, just a sense of what the feeling of a realtor is all about right now and where you're feeling the market's going to be headed up, down. Are we going to go and see some uh, decline? I've already seen price reductions. I'm seeing two or three of them a day come across my, my computer. So with that being said, hold that thought. We, you and I, will be back after this quick commercial break. You're listening to Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back with Rupan Bosby. Hi, I'm Annette Jorgensen from American Riviera Bank. As a preferred SBA lender, small business lending is alive and well at American Riviera Bank. With local decisions, fast responses, and an understanding of the local, commercial, and residential real estate markets, we offer you free consulting services as you work to grow your small business. If you need a loan, bank on us. Call me and schedule your free business consultation today, 805-979-3846. Hi, I'm Tom Reed. At the Unity Shop, we've been helping our neighbors manage the financial fallout from the coronavirus. Our businesses and schools are all on hold till further notice, a scary reality for our community's hourly employees who can't fill their grocery carts right now because they've been let go and income has stopped. But there's a place they can go for food and other essentials when temporary crisis hits. Let's pull together and help those who need it most. Donate to the Unity Shop today at unityshop.org. For over 35 years, Lucas and Llewellyn's estate-grown, sustainable vineyards have grown the grapes that produce some of the finest wines in Santa Barbara County. Enjoy the remarkable wines of Pinot Noir, Chardonnay, Cabernet, Malbec, and Viognier. The Lucas and Llewellyn Wine Club offers generous discounts to members, as well as fabulous wine country events. Experience the bounty of Santa Barbara County's wine region and become part of the Lucas and Llewellyn family. Visit our beautiful tasting room, located at 1645 Copenhagen Drive in Solvang, California. Visit us on the web at llwine.com. Good morning! Santa Barbara 
Two Sports listeners, I am Dr. Patricia Bragg. Hi, this is Forester Manager Bill Pintard. Tom Reed here from the Unity Shop. It's wonderful to be partnering with Teen Sports Radio. Hi, I'm Pete Georgi, proud alum of Bishop Diego High School. Every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Ruthann Bovey here. Can you see me now, Ruthann? No, I cannot. I see a big GR, but that's okay. I know it's you. How about now? No, it's okay. Don't really? worry about it. Can okay. you see me? I can see you. <laughs> I don't think the public needs to know whether you can see me or not. <laughs> no, I can see you. <laughs> okay, so um, thanks for calling in today, Ruthann. This is all so weird. I, I, you know, I like being in the studio. I like that little buzz of being in the studio. I, I, I get, I'll, I'll adapt to this. I guess I'll get used to it. I don't know if I'm going to like it, but it is what it is. So let's talk about, let's talk about um, what's going on out there. What are you seeing when you talk sure. to your cohorts in the real estate sales section of our industry? Absolutely. So we have our uh, office meetings every week still on Zoom, and we're all going through the same thing. What it comes down to is we're, um, yeah, the, the market is definitely different, but people will always need to buy and people will always need to sell. It's just part of life. So we're changing the way we're doing things. Uh, And I think that every week the market is changing based on what's happening, what we're seeing, um, who who they're listening to. I mean, I have had to stop looking at Facebook for all of these people that all of a sudden became experts on the COVID virus, and then they're fighting back and forth on it. you look at the statistics and judge for yourself, but what it comes down to is now we're not doing open houses. We're, we're doing virtual open houses. We're not doing broker caravans, which is kind of a shame because that's really the way that realtors get to know the inventory. Uh, we look on it at it online every single day, but going to the houses, the, the pictures are just not the same, and the videos help a lot. Virtual tours help a lot. But it's just not the same. So we're not going to have as good of a feel for the inventory as we might in a normal market or in a normal environment, I guess. Um, There are still buyers out there. Our listings are starting to increase. We now, it's still definitely a lot lower than this time last year. I mean, we're coming up on our big selling season, and sellers are a little leery of it, but they're leery about it for different reasons. I mean, think about it. You're a seller. Do you need to sell? And if you don't need to sell but you'd like to sell, what happens if you wait a year or two years, we don't, it, it all depends on what happens and how long this virus takes place. So, so last week it seemed like there were, or two weeks ago, it seemed like there were a lot of cancellations of listings, a lot of people freaking out, and they just canceled their listings, pulled their homes off the market, or stopped all the showings. 
what I put a listing on the market and what my clients and I agreed to, and they are a, a darling young couple. You know them. And um, they've got a great it's, – it's a manufactured home out in Rancho Goleta. Fantastic location. I don't know if people are familiar with manufactured homes in this particular park, but it's owner, uh, resident-owned, so it, you're not paying an exorbitant base fee. Uh, so it's a great condo alternative, and you get so much more for your money. But what it comes down to is they want people to come into their house, but what we're doing is they're making sure that the house is wiped down and sanitized. We're wearing masks and gloves. And we're only going in and not touching things. I mean, we have gloves on, so if we do touch things, it's not that big of a deal. But I try to open closets so that they can see in closets or cabinets if that's what they, I think they might want to look at. Uh, so we're making it happen. And there are buyers out there. And, it's not, again, the, the numbers are down, but there's still – I've had probably five different buyers approach me this week alone that I hadn't heard from in a while that want to start buying. You and I were talking during the break about uh, my niece in Chicago who I heard about a listing coming on that's not on the market that I thought would be ideal for her, and now all of a sudden you put her in touch with a lender out there. I put her in touch with a realtor out there. She's going to make it happen. So there are buyers, and they're not afraid to buy in this market. And there are sellers that aren't afraid to sell. And that's not my cousin's mobile home, is it? It is. They put it on the market? That's a nice place. Isn't it? What? And it, 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 they, they've got, they did a great job in the backyard, and there's, there's parking for three, at least three little cars you can fit in the carport, and there's a fence, there's a gate from their fence, um, to the bike path that goes to UCSB or walking path or whatever you want to do. They're crazy uh, for the path. selling that. They're crazy. Yeah, I like but it. they have their reasoning. You need to call them. And no, talk to I them. got they their, their reasons. Reason. Yeah, anyway, the um, sweethearts, well, it's going to be sad because they're, they're moving to San Diego. They want to. Right. And uh, that's just going to break it's going to break my cousin's heart, which is, you know, Jacob's mom. It's going to break her heart. And being the cousin, I am. I hate to see any of my family hurt. So. Yeah, but they have crazy, to do the best thing yeah, for them. Yeah, they've got to do what they got to do. Anyway, so there's people willing to sell. There's people willing to buy during these times. Correct. So... But we're not, I mean, nobody's killing it. Nobody's knocking it dead. When's the last sale that closed in Santa Barbara? Today. We have, we have closings every single day. Every day? Every day. But they've got to be off like 95%. Mm, I'd say closer to 50%. Why would you, you say said- that? No? You if told me I didn't 40, need to have statistics oh, this call, I, Mr. I did. I'm sorry. I can't put you on the spot like that. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. But I, I will say your last stats I'm going off of, you said they had 47 openings and 46 cancellations. Exactly. That's a 90% drop in my book, 99% drop in my book. 
Exactly. And what I said earlier about every week it's changing, that's exactly the point. Because, yes, we had almost the exact same number of cancellations. But keep in mind, we're talking about cancellations from that, uh, places that might have gone into escrow in February. So we're still having closings. In fact, I'm going to tell you exactly how many escrows closed as of 0401-2020. This number is not accurate. Hang on one second. I got to get. Give me April 1, 2020 to today. Correct. That's what I'm looking up right now in South County. And I need to do one other thing. There were 56 closings. Within 21 days. Yes. That's not bad. 52. It's just okay. 52, because I took out the duplications. And that's everything. So that includes oh, that's houses. County. No, South County. South Santa County, Barbara, Glita to Carpinteria. Glita to Carpinteria. I took out the secondary listings. So it is houses, manufactured homes, land, everything that's in our MLS. It's, we have 52 closings, and they're, they're doing their recordings electronically now. Yeah, I got that. So that's only 2.5 a day. Right. Now, 38 of those were single-family homes. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's not bad considering, at all. Considering the environment, this it is not bad alone. at all. It's, right, exactly. So... I, what I think, my personal take on this, is that when the virus first hit and everybody had the, can I say crap on the air? Yeah, say crap. Scared crap. out of them. <laughs> had the crap scared out of them, you know, there was a reaction. People stopped looking. People bailed on their escrows. Sellers pulled their houses off the market. Now as we're going along, and, yeah, it's a serious situation, but they're also realizing, I don't know if you saw – um, there was something about the people up in the Silicon Valley, I think it is, where they were testing for the, um, for the antibodies, the COVID antibodies, and they were finding that a lot more people have had the virus than they thought, which is bringing down the percentage of people that are actually dying from it. And I think that as those statistics come out, and I, I know I've told you that I think that Todd and I both had it in December, I know some clients that we all had the same thing and we all agreed and it was these, these symptoms. Um, and I talked to some people just yesterday that got it recently and were tested positive for it, and, and they said it wasn't as bad as they were expecting. But I think, as, you know, some people are still very scared, but I think that a lot of people are realizing this is a seriously bad flu and it's more than a flu, but... It will pass. At some point, it will pass. Yeah, I believe that as well. And I think that's helping the market. Um, so that is the buyer-seller side of this. This is Ruth Ann Bovey's. I'll say my name correctly this time. Bovey, Interpretation, Bovey. <laughs> <laughs> interpretation of the buyer and seller's. 
side of things and, and what I'm hearing and that's at our positive. office meeting. That's positive. It is positive. A, I mean, I have an ad running. I have an ad running this week that is that is an advertorial about what how the COVID is affecting the real estate market, and it did sound like doom and gloom. And I wrote it last week, and then all of a sudden this week things are changing. And of course, the, the magazine came out on Thursday. It was the Independent, and uh, it's it's changing. Sorry, didn't mean to say that out loud. Um, it's, it's, but it, the market is changing so swiftly every week that really the radio is the way to go to, to get the word out on how the market is because it's the timeliest. Sure. And I'll tell you what, it's just weird uh, seeing, like, you know how thick that independent used to be with used all the advertisers be. and whatnot, the independent magazine? Mm-hmm. Have you seen one lately? It's like 14 yeah. pages. There's nothing. I'm one in of them. That. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 very strange. So we've got. But that's been going on. That's not just recent. That I mean, that the COVID may have an impact on that because a lot of what the independent is is stuff that's going on around town. And other than COVID, there's nothing going on around town. Right. I mean, well, there's times going yeah. on. And advertising. Right, right. Most of their stuff is advertising anyway. I mean, right. So um, let's move on from that. Now, so we talked about the human side of this, but let's talk about the machine side of this, the industry, the lenders. Mm -hmm. I can tell you what's going on with that because I got my definitely, definitely have my finger on the heartbeat of that. I'm getting calls left and right for bailing out our big banks. Absolutely. You know, people. Um, and not just banks, mortgage brokers too. Yeah, mortgage mortgage brokers. Okay, if you're not a mortgage lender, if you're not a mortgage banker, you're going to run into some problems. And I'm going to tell you what the problems are that people are running into when we come back. We're going to take another quick commercial break. I'm sitting here talking to the lovely Ruth Ann Bovee. <laughs> You're listening to Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. As you are no doubt aware, COVID-19, also referred to as the coronavirus, is a serious public health threat. Cases of COVID-19 have been diagnosed in many countries, including the United States. Implementation of basic precautions of infection control and prevention will become increasingly important. Practice frequent hand washing and avoid touching your hands to your face. Cough or sneeze into your sleeve instead of into the air. Avoid close contact with others, especially if they are exhibiting signs of illness. And stay home if you feel ill. The symptoms of COVID-19 include fever, cough, and shortness of breath. If you decide to seek treatment, check with your health care provider prior to approaching a care center so they can instruct you on the current recommended procedures. Tune in periodically and monitor media news reports for updates on this serious health threat. <laughs> 
In the past few weeks, we've watched major swings in stock prices and movements in the bond and crude oil markets. But just like always, Tremblay Financial Services is here to help you and your family answer any questions that might surface. Whatever decisions you're considering, Tremblay Financial would be honored to support you through them. Tremblay Financial Advisors continually educate their clients with new strategies and planning tailor fit for them. For more information or to set an appointment, call 805 805- 569-1982 or go to tremblayfinancial.com to speak with an advisor today. Investing involves risk, including potential loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against a loss in periods of declining values. Tremblay Financial Services offers securities and advisory services through Centaurus Financial Inc. Member FINRA and SIPC are registered investment advisor. Tremblay Financial Services and Centaurus Incorporated are not affiliated companies. conversation we're having off air let's let's talk about um what's going on in the mortgage industry with everybody uh you know with what we've talked about the human side of things now we're going to be talking about the machine side of it and it's turned into a machine and it's turned into a horrible machine kind of like the terminator you know we are we're in a we're in a place where you got the big Wall Street banks have all the money. People are going in there to go deposit their money, and you know, um, blah blah blah. But they're not really helping. As a matter of fact, when they see stuff like this, they run to cut their losses. Right now, we're doing uh, two or three purchases that I've gotten over the past two weeks, week and a half that are fallouts from Wells Fargo, that are fallouts from Chase, uh, that are fallouts from, uh, there was another bank, no, two from Wells Fargo. And I'll have to tell you, it's just not cool at all what these banks are putting their clients through. Now, I'm doing, you know, one, it's a, it's pretty substantial. It's a $2 million purchase. And um, the lady's putting down almost 50%. After close, she has another two or three million dollars. After close with Wells Fargo, guess who's not doing the loan? Yep. You know, um, hello. It's like really, you're not gonna really. I even tried to educate the loan officer on how to do the loan because when it got to me, they were supposed to close. Two days later, I said, I can't close in two days. Nobody can. It's impossible. Really? I thought you could close in two days. No, not without an appraisal and all that crap. So I know. I, I'm kidding. I, I, I got an appraisal once I got her. After I tried to educate this idiot um, that didn't know what he was doing, uh, I said, okay, how long have you had this loan? Well, we had a 60-day loan. I'm going, you're kidding, right? No, I just couldn't get it through. I'm just going, oh, my God. And I'm only doing it because this poor widow, that's what she is. Oh, and that's, yeah, I mean, that tops it off. 
She's a widow of a federal judge. And the judge was my friend. And she just, I was like, oh, okay. So the financial well, days. The thing is, is that they've had the loan for 60 days. And it isn't even, we haven't even been going through this for 60 days. No. So I'm really confused. That is, that, that's true. So it's just that much more now. I see you, Richard, giving me that finger, telling me i got to take another quick commercial break. So we're going to do that right now. We're going to take a quick commercial break, then I'm going to come back and bash those big banks a little bit more because they're not really – actually, they're – no, they're not doing jack for us locally here, and I'm tired of it. You're listening to Guy Rivera having a, just an okay day, speaking with Ruth Ann Bovey, who's having a great that day. That made your day. <laughs> that made my day. We're going to take another quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Annette Jorgensen from American Riviera Bank. As a preferred SBA lender, small business lending is alive and well at American Riviera Bank. With local decisions, fast responses, and an understanding of the local, commercial, and residential real estate markets, we offer you free consulting services as you work to grow your small business. If you need a loan, bank on us. Call me and schedule your free business consultation today, 805-979-3846. Hi, and welcome to Animal Zone. I'm Arthur von Wiesenberger, and this handsome fellow is Mikey, my adopted pit bull. Animal Zone is the A to Z on everything about adoptable pets. Whether you're looking for a bird, a cat, a dog, or even a tortoise, we've got experts who can share their knowledge and insights. So cuddle up with your favorite critter and join us as we explore the Animal Zone. If you want to see more about Animal Zone and other things, check out our website, animalzone.org. Mesa Produce is there for you when the street market isn't. The owner picks from local growers to supply the finest in all varieties of fruits and vegetables, selecting the best from each and bringing them fresh to you. Be sure to grab one of their many homemade delicious jams. Mesa Produce is located on Cliff Drive on the Mesa. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Sunday, noon to 6. Mesa Produce, bringing the farm to your table. What does Meals on Wheels do? They deliver meals and smiles to homebound seniors. But Meals on Wheels does something else. They turn a volunteer's lunch break into a meaningful experience. As small and as simple as the relationship is between a volunteer and a client of Meals on Wheels, it's really so impactful. I never thought that five minutes could make so much difference in the lives of two people, but it has. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at americaletsdolunch.org. That's americaletsdolunch.org. Brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Speaking with the lovely Ruth Ambovey. Uh, we're talking about the big, big machine. Um, so, yeah, getting back to this one particular loan, and then we're going to wrap it up here, and I'm going to go over some programs that are really looking good. And given, uh, I, you know, looking back on this show today, thinking it was a little bit dark. A little bit off on my part, and I do apologize if it was, but I'm disgusted with all of it. I'm disgusted. I'm tired of not being able to go 
sit down to a nice meal, be waited on, have a cocktail in my hand, like everybody else that wants to do that. You miss the tea off on Wednesdays. I miss the tea off on Wednesdays. So um, getting back to this one loan, 60 days or 45 days, whatever it was, who cares, right? It was too damn long for them not to have a full-on clear to close three days before the close date. So I get the loan. I try to educate that idiot back east, wherever the hell he was. Um, well, that's a big part of the problem. Yeah, it was huge, right? Got to use somebody local. That was, that was eight days ago, nine days ago. I got the appraisal ordered, received in 24 hours. That's huge in our market. Mm-hmm. Um, I got... That's right, because they're not doing appraisals where they go inside right now, right? They, no, that one they had to. Decibles. It was lockbox. Oh, yeah, it was, it was that Deer Path property. It's a good property. Oh, got it. So, um... Yeah, and uh, I structured it correctly, got our approval, going to get my docs out here by the end of this week, maybe Tuesday, and I'll close by the end of the month. That'll be a you know 15-day close, 10 business days, whatever. But the, the gist of it is, if you're working with a bank, you got a 50-50 shot of getting that thing closed, whether it's a refinance or a purchase. That's just the way it is. They add overlays upon overlays of their already overlaid, screwed-up system. They'll offer you the world. They will offer you a nothing rate. But when it comes to the dish being served, there's going to be one pea and one carrot and that's going to fall off the dish when they're putting it on the table and saying, oops, sorry, we just can't do this. That's happening out there. Be aware that it's happening. Get an upfront commitment. Ask, ask these people you're dealing with if your loan has been underwritten. The problem with this is at the last minute, and I'm talking about the last minute, they came back and said, Oh, I'm sorry, but we're, we just can't accept this type of income, dividend and income from your $4 million, right? So, what, what, I mean, really, what the hell is that? So, that's out there. Some of the mortgage brokers, some of the guys that do more mortgage brokering than banking, you're going to have a problem with that. They may call themselves mortgage bankers, but the bulk of their business is mortgage brokering. That's a problem. Their wholesale lenders that they deal with can stop funding at any time, anywhere, anytime, and it's just the way it is. Nothing you can do about it. Not one thing you can do about it. Let me tell you the good that's going on right now. Guarantee Mortgage is funding loans like there's no tomorrow. I submitted a loan yesterday. We got what they call a property inspection waiver when Lori ran it. I just got clear to close today. Wow. I thought you said you can't do it in two days. Yeah, I'm not closed. I can't close. i got to get my docs out still. Got a few conditions, but it's called the one-touch internally, one-touch and um, it seems to be working out real good. We've gotten a few of those, doing one, a couple up in Tahoe, 
doing a couple down uh, in River Riverside and um, here in Santa Barbara. We just got that one. Is that that is that that loan where I know you've helped me out with it, and it's it's a really great one for buyers where you have the buyer fully, fully, fully approved before they even write no, an offer. No, this is a refinance. Oh, there's a refi. Okay. Yeah, this is a refinance, which is just out of this world. You're talking about the keys on time, where we already have them approved. All we need is the appraisal. Boom, go to close, go to docs. That one has come in so handy in terms of um, making our offers stronger because they know that it's, it's all about the house, that the buyer is okay. So it, it helps a lot when we're writing offers. Absolutely. Hey, look, this show went really quick. We're at the end. Did you just see Richard giving us the finger? I did see that. Okay. So I want you to he give He gave us uh, two fingers. He gave us the peace sign. Yeah, I gave you the peace sign. Hey, go ahead and give yourself a shout-out. Tell people how to get in touch with you, Ruth Ann Bovey of Village Properties, please. Absolutely. You can reach me at 805-698-1971 or at www.sellingsb.com. And my DRE number is 0175-1940. And as always, you can reach me at State and Islay. We're in a lockdown situation right now, so you can't come by and have a cup of coffee, and a lot of my clients love to do that. But you can always call me at 805-687-6282, extension 13. I want to thank you all for tuning in. Ruth Ann Bobby, thank you so much for showing up, and we'll talk You're to welcome. you guys later. Richard, you, my friend, have a good day. And you know what? If Bridges calls, tell them don't bother calling me again, okay? (laughs) We'll talk to you next week. Have a great week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. That was a tasteful and moving program, Mr. Rivera. It's 3.30.